Hi, welcome to Harmonic Heart, a music podcast dedicated to showcasing musicians' stories and talent. I'm your host, Chris Millette. All right, so hey everyone, welcome to Harmonic Heart. We're a music blog dedicated to showcasing musicians' um, stories and talent. I'm Chris Millette. I am here excited for our first interview with um, uh, a talented artist. Um, this is my good friend, one of my oldest friends. Um, this is Jay Ra. He's a producer from the LA area, um, and he just released a beat tape, Nomadic. Yep, yep. Yo, yeah, so welcome, man. Thank you for, for coming on, joining, and being the first interview. Harmonic. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm glad that I got to be the first, you know, because I'm the same cloth, came from the same neighborhood. <laughs> right. <that stuff. laughs> yeah, I know we were talking about that, you know, loving music and just, like, from kindergarten hanging out. And, yeah. Oh, God. Man, you're going way back. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So I guess from what I was reading online, it sounds like this is this has been some time in the making um, nomadic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the beats actually on there are like about a few, maybe like a couple really years old mm-hmm. um, because they most of them came from this phase uh, where I, w- I just got done finishing uh, the first project that I was working on. And I just felt like um production wise right like you know shed in and get better at producing and just you know kind of like grind that skill out a little bit Mm -hmm. so really the only was that the myth um myth pack project yeah 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 that was the myth pack project okay and um that was um you know you and your friend um, yeah 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 so that was like a joint um yeah, keep rapping and producing, and then afterwards you felt like you wanted to hone in more. Yeah, on yeah, I really wanted to hone on in production, and um, really the only way that I knew how to do that was honestly to kind of just keep doing it. Um, it was pretty ridiculous because I crib to like because I have like a, a a little library of records, mm-hmm. so I would, say, I would just bring people over to the house and just be like, "Hey, yo, just pick three records." And I'm just going to flip something right now. Okay. And uh, most, if not, like, all of the beats that are um, in that collection, um, the little, you know, 10-piece, is from that exact moment where I was just, like, taking things from from what they picked, like, out at random and just, like, flip them, basically. Mm-hmm. Or um, some of them actually don't have samples at all. I just kind of, like, started with an idea and kind of just, like, went forward with that, essentially. But um, it was all birthed within that same time period, basically. Um, but eventually, I felt like I wanted to release something specifically like this year and just kind of like, you know, get something out. Um, because I, I personally have like a lot of anxiety when it comes to like showing my music to other people. Mm-hmm. So to kind of like get over that, um, as well as like remove the sense of like perfection that I feel like I need to have in order to, you know, display my work. Um, I was like, okay, well, let me just get something um, and try to polish it to a point where it's like, okay, well, I feel satisfied with where it is Mm. and try not to obsess over it, you know, just like show it to the world, 
and you know see what they think um because you know at the end of the day um i mean i love my music and i love Uh, to keep it like to myself is like kind of selfish <laughs> so you know i was just like okay well here you go let's see let's see what happens you know what i mean yeah sharing it with with us with the world um <laughs> yeah. I think later last year you put out um like a smaller v tape maybe like yeah, five yeah, yeah, yeah songs how does that compare to um nomadic yeah i mean the the nomadic is much more focused and structured in my opinion mm-hmm. i literally release that other B tape uh, called Channel 3 um, just out of like pure, like I just need to release something just to like release that tension, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just chose some beats that I was like, you know what, these are, these are cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put them into a package and just throw them out there basically. Okay. Um, it wasn't really, it was more of like a way for me to once again, like unwork that idea mm-hmm. of like being attached to like the perfectionism right. that's like that that I, or a standard that I, I needed to like hit you know what I mean yeah um and more so to kind of like combat that so I was just like you know what let me just release it <laughs> and uh just to kind of like build momentum you know yeah. what I mean um, I yeah definitely yeah, yeah you mentioned um you kind of started these songs or most of them are from that phase mm-hmm. um right after the Mythpack project yeah, had friends coming over and they were kind of just randomly selecting records. Um, I'm curious. Yeah. Well, how come you named it Nomadic? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a good question. Um, one of the reasons was because um, I feel like each one of the beats kind of like takes you somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like uh, one of the things I think that's like a strength in my production, even though like a lot of them is like vibey and, you know, kind of like, chill and whatnot um but i really go for uh atmospheric um i want to put you in a place as much as i want to just like show you something like musically um and i think nomadic was like a really good title for me to kind of like um bring that out and the reason how i even stumbled upon nomadic is this is kind of funny i i did uh one of the like african um like ancestry tests you know like with the cotton swab and all that all right okay uh you know there's like you know they give you like a whole list of results yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. but one of them is the fulani tribe um so a lot so part of my blood is is part of the fulani tribe and uh fulani otherwise known as you know another name for them is the wodabi but uh the fulani and wodabi they're the largest what region is that from oh they're so funny thing right they are the largest nomadic group oh. right within africa so like hey. uh, the Wodabi specifically like they move around mm. uh, but uh some of them like near the sahara and nigeria um uh as well as going into like from north to west africa mm. um but that uh aspect of of nomadicism and you know kind of just like moving from place to place it just fit you know, with like kind of the vibe and, and right. kind of like going back into my roots. So, it, you know, it's like a few reasons why I thought like Nomadic just fit. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, actually, um, on the track, uh, which one was it? Um, Desert to Oasis. Oh, right. That's 
probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah the 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 like oh, chant- yeah, and that has like chanting. some African like elements yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, like, the chanting and like even like I think some of the patterns that are exactly like the chanting and the patterns are are sampled from uh Wadavi basically. Wow. Um, oh, that's dope. So yeah, like it's it's a little bit multi-layered and and mm. how I wanted to, you know, like obviously you're not going to like pick it up unless like I tell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah, oh, like Wadavi. <laughs> right, yeah. No. Um, yeah, no that comes through. I, well, you know, I have the, the track list here. You know, and you start with Come Wander, you know, yeah. taking us into that. That's cool. It's cool, man. You know, then second, South Bay native, you know, we're from the South Bay, LA, yeah. um, California. So we're kind of like as a grounding point. That's how I interpreted that as like mm-hmm. the start. Yeah. Um, echolocation. Um, that's like, from what I remember, like vibey. Um, mm-hmm. I also thought about like Echo Park. I don't know if that was. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Echo Park was kind of a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that reminds me of when we went to Echo Park. Yeah. <laughs> it was like just so. Dog, that's a story for. I don't know if they're ready for that story. <laughs> they're, not ready. they're not ready for that one. Um, let me see. Is this track four? Is that a shade like that? Like that? Yeah, Ashe. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Which, I love that. Which, yeah. Really like Ashe, Desert to Oasis into um, oh my God, what is that third track? Um, that's after that, but oh those, yeah, um, Underwater Jam. Yeah, Underwater Jam. Um, those three were were kind of like this middle section that I wanted to give you, you know, me kind of like tapping into those roots a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, with Ashe obviously being kind of like the lead into that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just as like a, a respect and a call out, you know, to mm-hmm. the ancestors and whatnot. Uh-huh. And then leading into obviously Desert to Oasis, which is me, you know, really giving that that kind of like, you know, shout out to them. Um, and yeah, yeah, man. Like that was kind of the vibe. Yeah, because I Shay, I was like, oh, okay, we got some African. The bass yeah. on that is hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's interesting, yo, another thing is interesting because it's Desert to Oasis and then the yeah. first part of it starts off like more moody and then yeah. like more with the chanting and stuff. Kind of, yeah. you know, maybe I'm, you know, I'm like. No, no, yeah, I mean, that's all, all of those are exactly, you know, <laughs> what I wanted to like put into it. It's those little details mm. that I added into it that like, you know, maybe not on the first listen you would really get or like, I don't know. Like it, it, it's easy to pass over them, but yeah. But, when I and when I got to lean on me the first time, I was like, "Oh, it set in." Like, oh, he just took me on a journey. So then I like I went back and listened. Yeah. yeah so that was interesting. Yeah, dog. Um, and then it seems like tsunami and like sweet dreams. That's kind of like Asian influence. Mm. So tsunami. I like thought about. Tsunami actually, well, obviously it's like, you know, a, a shout out to Tsunami, right? Like, it was uh, oh, like the anime or like the video oh, version. for sure, like the ch- uh, like like most kind of broke up a little bit there. Oh, my bad. You hear me now? Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah, like most um, most kids 
within our age range, you know, like my first experience to anime, which like I love anime, but um, my experience, like first experience to it was through Toonami and kind of like a shout out to that because I was just like, it was also one of the beats that I made in that time period. And I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to fit this in here, but I just need to put it in basically. Um, so Toonami was like very much kind of like, I'm just going to sit and just see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, sweet dreams, uh, yeah. I yeah, I don't really, I don't remember how that one was sounding, so I don't remember if that one. That's fair. That's fair. I, I think um, it was definitely more of the like rounded, like R and B sounding track, okay. Okay. Uh, where it has like the high pitch, like kind of mm-hmm. strings, like mm-hmm. yeah. I have to listen back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Um interesting yeah and then yeah definitely by the end i was like oh sweet dreams i see was yeah. that a vocal on there yeah okay. yeah yeah no yeah that was definitely more like a like a soulful yeah yeah there was a vocal flip on there um and yeah and then definitely like by the end i was like oh i felt like you took me on a journey there were <laughs> some different vibes like some more aggressive and then mm-hmm. like vibey too <laughs> yeah yeah um let me see let me see i think yeah what do you want people to take away from um nomadic? um i don't know like i think um it it would i don't know it's special already special to me that people have approached me and said like oh i really like this track or i really like this track and what's wild is that people are like choosing different tracks, right? Like so far, like I think as far as like people's favorites, like there wasn't just one that was like, oh, this is the favorite or this was like the one that hit the hardest for them or like they hit the hardest for everyone, mm-hmm. um, which I personally like, like I love that, right? In that like um, everyone kind of gave me what they felt was like oh no 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 this is the one oh no no this is the one you know what i mean um and you know the whole goal of this was also to provide you know not only just my music but um i wanted to provide something in my beat selection that was intentionally um could be seen as kind of like uh mellow or even sensitive or even just like a little bit more, um, you know, obviously there are some parts of it, some parts of like, you know, the beat selection that are a little bit more aggressive and like heavy and whatever. But um, especially with tracks like Lean On Me and Come Wonder, I think like for me to approach that in such a way that um, not everything had to like hit hard was important for me to like as an introduction. You know what I mean? Like, I don't always have to be like in your face, like blah, 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 woo, woo, woo. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, it, it was important for me to to show that aspect. Not that I, you know, can't flip it, you know, um, <laughs> and, and go in the way that I need to. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I just, is that I really- like the future, is that to broaden, was that to broaden your range or was that to- Oh, kind of just sure. you up? to a a wider range in the future for sure right because if i just make you know this is no 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 this the trap beats at all but 
if I only made trap beats and I gave you just like an entire beat tape of trap beats, right? That doesn't show what I am capable of doing and also kind of like what, who I am and what my sound is and, and where I want to go, mm. right? Like, um, I do want to emphasize my musicality and I want to grow in that space. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me to do that, I need to, you know, give you the starting point of, of where I want to show you of like, okay, well, here's step one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Here's step one. I don't know what step two is going to look like or step 10, but at least here is step one. And this is, this is the blueprint basically. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like at the atmospheric um, vibes. Yeah. Those are coming through. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, there's a few, I guess I have a few questions and I'm just trying to decide like which direction I want to go with it. Oh, man. Um, yeah, go for it, and you kind of already touched on this, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you've already touched on this, but like, I guess what would you say that Nomadic as a project means to you? Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and you, ta- you, you just mentioned um, it's an introduction and the step one, the blueprint for future um projects um but yeah i guess like is there yeah yeah for for me personally um obviously it starts off with those things of like it being an introduction and my starting point um the blueprint right like i've I've already said those things (laughs) um but beyond that right um it also is um almost like a reminder right like if i if i ever get a point where i'm like too caught in my own head it's it's like a good um i forget the term for it but i can go back to it and be like oh okay hold on like this is a almost like a sounding board right like it it it, it's able to um i don't know it's immediate feedback to me Mm -hmm. that like okay no like this is this is who i am and this is what i can do right like don't get it twisted to myself (laughs) (laughs) right um as well as um you know to explore um black music for Mm -hmm. for lack of a better phrase Mm -hmm. right like i I love black music Mm -hmm. i'm you know been in love with it since a child um and to really get into that space um was important for me which is why i wanted to you know kind of like dibble and dabble into other areas i know it's just like like kind of like your la beat scene kind of genre if it were if you had to put it like within one space like um but i did want it to mix up a little bit of the tonality and the texture of each beat so that um it explores kind of like black music to me um so that, those were kind of the things that of where Nomadic meant to me specifically, mm. right? Wow, that's beautiful, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Love blackness. Um, yeah. What were some of your musical influences? Um, oh, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you have a ton. You're like producer, DJ. Um, yeah, I mean, like... First and foremost, anybody that knows me knows that I'm like one of the biggest J. Dilla fans, period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh dilla is obviously number one and that's kind of 
it, it's it's low key a played out answer, but like I mean, it's it's it is what it is, right? Like I grew up um, at a at an age where like I was listening to all his stuff in the two thousands, all of his productions with him and Q Tip. Um, Q Tip is a big inspiration and Tribe in general, um, as well as like De La Soul. Like pretty much everyone that was in a Kim and I is uh, a big inspiration for me. Even folks like Russell Elevato, who was a, a mixer on that project, like that dude, the way he been sound specifically is just absolutely nuts. Um, but then there's other folks like Ninth Wonder and uh, Mad Lib, MF Doom. Um, and I think the, another obvious one is Flying Lotus as well, right? Um, those are, I would say, in my kind of like list of um, immediate influence then it kind of like trickles out <laughs> you know at that point of just like people that i like just fuck with heavy <laughs> uh, and i'm just like oh i like what they do you know what i mean right yeah yeah um you're a producer and you're also a rapper i was curious what is the difference between storytelling through a beat tape and the storytelling through like a rap album oh wow that's a really good question um i think there is uh a precedence of like it, it's harder to convey um sometimes right um a structure of a story through music um especially when you're not trying to lean on words right um but how that can be done um can be seen obviously like within classical music right like uh, we both grew up on Disney mm-hmm. and one of like, to me, still one of like the greatest examples of how you can characterize sound. And that's kind of like one of the things that I try to like actively do mm-hmm. is uh, in this short film called Peter and the Wolf, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know if you remember it, but there's uh, every character in Peter and the Wolf, like there's like a duck, there's a bird, there's like all of these other animals, but each animal has a different instrument that's tied to like their characterization, mm-hmm. right? So when they're all together, you get like the full orchestra. Um, but you know, when like a specific character is like by themselves, you understand like, oh, they're by themselves and they're in peril or they're by themselves and they're happy based on like mm-hmm. tonality, based on um, inflection and, and just like a whole bunch of different things. Mm. Uh, and paired that with like the visuals that um, that Peter and the Wolf provides, right? You get the whole sense of like, oh, okay, here's the story, and here's also the um, the uh, the the story, mm. you know. Um, but but yeah, like soundtracks in general, like movie soundtracks are a big inspiration for me, especially John Williams. Mm. Um, his work. I think specifically E.T. is probably, in my mind, still what, like one of the greatest <laughs> soundtracks of all time. Like sometimes I'll watch T, like E.T. silent, like try to get through the entire movie silent. And I'm just like, this is, it's not the same. It just doesn't have the same impact. There's something about that, that score that just like blows me away. Yeah, him and Hernard Bernan are um, who, uh, Herman, did a lot of the score for Alfred Hitchcock. Um, 
those are kind of like what what allows me to understand kind of like how um, you can convey like a story or at least some narrative or flow mm -hmm. right within music that's more than just lyrically mm -hmm. right yeah. um, and I think not that there's much of a difference but I think the intent has to be a little bit harder on on uh, something that doesn't have words mm -hmm. right like it's basically the difference between verbal and nonverbal communication right, right? Mm -hmm. like there's a lot more to that you have to interpret in nonverbal communication. Mm -hmm. So you have to be more um, animated or clear. Yeah. Hmm. So do you accomplish that through like the samples you choose, the tempo, the like, yeah. patterns? Oh yeah, yeah. I think um, it definitely, if I'm, if I'm starting with the sample, it definitely starts with right like the sample tells me exactly how this song is gonna go um it follows me more than i follow it <laughs> you know what i mean or the other way around mm -hmm. um but beyond that um yeah it's about what instruments am i choosing to use how fast or slow the song is where does it fit kind of like within this like imaginary track list that's on my head because mm -hmm. sometimes i intentionally like will make a beat to be like oh well this this feels like it's in the middle or this feels like it will be at the beginning. Right. Like, especially once I get closer to the end of like composing it and feeling like, Oh, okay, well, this is like, this feels like a beginning to something, right? Like feeling I, pro I produce primarily through feeling. <laughs> right. Uh, so if it feels right, I'll follow that feeling and, you know, just kind of keep going from there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy he hearing about people's influences. So I'm glad you talked about your musical influences and then also the scores too. When I was listening yeah. to the project, one thing that was interesting, it, I thought about, uh, you know, again, we go back. So there was a time you back. <laughs> we went we went to Las Vegas, you, me, and Cody. <laughs> and we, yeah. we saw this, like, play. Yeah. We didn't use words and it was just music. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. It was Ka. It was Cirque du Soleil Ka. Ka. That's what it was. I yeah. Ka and it didn't come up, so it was Ka. Yeah. Because, so, you know, I was like, I don't, I don't remember how old we were. We were kids, but I was <laughs> like, yo, there's no words to this. I'm not paying attention. <laughs> and then at the end, you and Cody were having a whole conversation about what the story <laughs> was about and like the whole thing. And I was like, yo, I did not pick up on any of that. <laughs> yeah, doc. I mean, it's a lot of like um, interpretation and like pulling that up. You know what I mean? That's funny. That's so funny. I didn't even think of that. That's because that's like so long ago. Oh my right, God. Right. But it's just an example of like, you know, we were kids and you were yeah. tuned to the music and the storytelling yeah. through the oh, music. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, let me see. All right. Um, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you some just like more technical questions yeah, because sure. I want to do a little, you know, producing or whatever. No, what, um, <laughs> what, uh, what software do you use? What DAW do you use? Oh man, I use FL Studio. Mm -hmm. um, that's my bread and butter, pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, I try to get a little bit off of it. Um, and that like, I'm trying to become a little bit more detached in that, in that workspace. Mm. Uh, but I still, uh, even if I'm like, 
um, recording on a Zoom mic, basically, because I have uh, one of those Zoom mics, and you're able to record basically tracks. And I have a Tascam uh, DP8, I think is what it is, um, to do multi-track on there as well. Um, as well as like an SP404 that I haven't like really dug into. But um, even when I have like all of these other tools to be able to record to, I still do primarily a lot of my like arranging and mixing in FL Studio. Uh, it was the first one that I kind of, well, not necessarily the first one, but the first one that I think that I was able to like really sink my teeth into. And yeah, I just kind of kept going from there pretty much. Yeah. And then, yeah, like how long do you, would you say you've been producing? And I feel like it's, as a producer, it could be hard to answer that. Yeah, for you sure. Music your whole life and grown up with music. Yeah. So it's like, and just taking in all these influences. Uh, yeah, no, really. Um, I think it's, it's hard to nail that down only because of like, at what stage would I consider myself a producer? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because um, the first, what even just kind of got me, obviously like music has been a part of my life since I was born and I was born into it. But um, I didn't get my hands dirty with it really until college mm. when um, I was a part of a video game club. And um, there was a lot of people that were just like, oh, I don't have music for my video game or oh, I don't have these sound effects, blah, blah, blah. And I took it upon you myself to be like- that are making video games? Yeah, yeah, like student projects basically. Mm -hmm. And I took it upon myself to be like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll do it, <laughs> right? And back then, I was just like using whatever, right? It was even just like, I was using virtual DJ to just take a sample and try to like flip it in such a way that it just like worked. Um, but that like virtual DJ is not even a DAW, but I just tried recording through it. So it was like a one and done kind of deal, right? Like I had to record the entire thing, almost like tape, right? Uh, otherwise it'd be ruined, I can't do it no more. And eventually I was like, there's got to be a much more efficient way to do this. Mistakes, <laughs> man. Right? So, um, so that was around, I would say, oof, maybe 2012, 2013, I think, is when I would, I would say I first kind of like got interested or intrigued by the idea. I don't think I got really serious into it really until maybe like 2015, 2016. Um, is when I really started to be like, okay, well, let me like put some more effort into it, basically. Wow, wow. Man, you've been honing your craft. Yeah, I've been trying, and I'm still growing, still learning, still trying to hone. Hmm. Let me see. Um, hmm, I'm looking through my questions. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Um, any like highlights from that, um, just compiling the project? that come to mind? Man, I wish I had more of a story really of like bringing the project along. Cause a lot of it was more of like really those hangout sessions that I had. Mm. Um, and like just home, like I can't even remember cause it was like really so many times that homies would just come over mm. and it would just be like, woo, 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 let's, let's do something. And then I'd be like, all right, well, let's like, make a beat right now. <laughs> They'd be like, what? <laughs> um, and yeah, no, those were like fundamental. And then eventually, right, there came a phase where I just like made like maybe around like 50 or 60 of uh, beats like that in that way. 
and I just contained them. I just never, I never did anything with them until much later when I came back and was like, okay, well, let me like actually do something with this. Like, it's just, it's going to just be here and be stale. I might as well kind of just like come back to it, polish it, release it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that part, I wouldn't say there's not that there's not anything interesting, but, but um, I think it was more of just like, uh, you know, just discipline, just putting my head down and doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I wasn't like out with it or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I, it, it was fun <laughs> for sure. No, it, I mean, I think that's a, that's an interesting element. It was really birthed out of, I mean, friend, like friendship, good mm-hmm. vibes, um, connecting with other people. Oh, for sure. For okay. sure. That's the, the spirit of it, the skeleton of it, if it were. Mm. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, man. And then, yeah, I mean, putting in the, the work to, you, you know, producing, putting in those details, mixing. Yeah, it takes effort. For sure. For sure. Um, congratulations, man. So would yeah. you, you would say this is your first official beat tape? Yeah, I would say this is probably my first, like, dedicated project um, that, like, that feels like, yeah, this is really me out here. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, This is like, um, like if I had to put who I am into a a project, like I was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is the first one that it like really feels that way. Oh, I see. For sure. Wow. Amazing. Well, people, (laughs) (laughs) um, listen to Nomadic. It's on Bandcamp and SoundCloud at JL. Link in the description. Um, thanks for for talking to me, man. I enjoyed it and just catching up too. Oh man, we talk whatever, man. It's like whatever, bro. <laughs> you already know. Right, right, man. Um, yeah, I mean, what I want to do for this blog is my bigger vision. You know, we're all in quarantine right now. Where what I want to do is like have sit downs with people. Um, you know, talking to them about their lives. So you know, hopefully one of these times we'll be able to talk about like your musical family and like oh. influence you and know, things like that. So I really like, into, like the people um, and how their music taste has developed. Oh yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah. And then also have like the interview part and then also um, like live performance part too. Um, so, like recording, like, yeah. And it's kind of up to the artists if it, they want it to be like stripped down, if they want to have however big they want it or whatever, but yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, that'd be nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited. Um, but we'll we'll stay up. We'll stay up. I, we'll we'll talk a little more offline. Oh, of thanks y'all. You know. you know, for watching. Um, listen to to Nomadic. Listen to it. <laughs> for sure. <laughs>